there's a certain cohort of customers, partners who have said, hey, you know, we're really committed. We're really focused uh, on our kind of three-year or five-year strategic plan and want you to be a part of it. We want to upgrade technology and drive automation and drive margin granularity and efficiency and so forth. Then there's another cohort of customers that are, it's a tough time. And so they're talking about making other cuts and then looking at really mission critical parts of the business. We fortunately operate in a part of the software stack that is mission critical. And so it's just then about how can we help them uh, if they have fewer resources available to them. I'm Clayton Collins, CEO at HousingWire and your host for the Housing News Podcast. Today's episode is part of a special series of podcasts, which we recorded in person at HousingWire Annual in Austin, Texas. Our guest today is Adam Carmel, CEO at Poly. And in this conversation, we talk about mortgage pricing and capital markets, all the important topics that are influencing mortgage rates today. Adam brings an exceptional amount of knowledge from his experience as a technology entrepreneur and operator, as well as an independent mortgage bank executive. This episode is especially timely because next week, HousingWire's Tech 100 award nominations open up. Holly was a 2023 Tech 100 winner, and we can't wait to see some of the nominations that we get for our 2024 Tech 100 cycle. I hope you enjoy this episode of Housing News with Adam Carmel, CEO at Poly. All right. Good morning, Adam. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Thanks for having me. So folks, we're here at Housing Wire Annual, and I have the pleasure of sitting down with Adam Carmel, founder and CEO of Poly. And we're going to talk about some of the learnings that came off stage yesterday, some of the issues that are front and center on the housingwire.com website and through our newsroom, and some of the perspectives that Adam is picking up in market as he talks to clients and lending executives across the industry. So Adam, I want to start out on analytics. Yesterday, we had the Housing Wire Annual Vanguard Forum. And one of the sessions was highly focused on how well executives understand their business. And at Poly, you're working on bringing forward data and intelligence and market information to the front and center, not just market information, but also internal analytics for for clients. Can you tell us about how you're enabling a more transparent management style for lenders at this pretty uh, important time in transparency? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, historically, there's been the consumption of data and analytics has been pretty analog, maybe one-dimensional. Look at a certain report and say, okay, this is my lock volume from yesterday, and and then try to make decisions off of that one report and then combine it with other reports. What we've instead thought about is, well, how do we create um, a platform here that is multidimensional and uh, relational and is able to, through machine learning, also help to predict and and to inform what decisions should be made in the future, uh, whether it's through workflow, margins, et cetera. Yeah. So we, we really try to take things to the next level and be more predictive. Can I pull on that thread of relational? What does relational mean in this context? Yeah. So for example, if a lender says, okay, well, you know, my, um, you know, my capacity uh, to take in uh, locks is, you know, 20 million per yeah. day. I want to execute it up, whatever, on a blended basis, a hundred basis point margin across all my channels, geos, whatever, all the various parameters they're able to take all of those different relationships into, into yeah. account. 
and then make decisions or just have it all automated within the system. So I'm going to move on and talk about pricing in the market. Rates are high. We've been, we're in a tough environment where as we have this conversation, we're looking at rates that are in the, the seven and a half range, yeah. 30 year fixed rate, more average mortgage rates. Um, and a big part of that is spreads over the 10 year, which are, you know, at, you know, at, at least like cycle highs. I don't want to say all time highs, but we're at spreads that are 300 basis points over the 10 year. And this week, Doug Duncan, chief economist at Fannie Mae, had some commentary that he doesn't see spreads coming down anytime soon. So can you give us kind of a two-stage insight here on like what's causing this widespread? And then how do you see this issue resolving or not resolving itself? Sure. So um, first of all, it's probably just pretty basic on this in this capacity. Um, there's just not a lot of demand in yeah. the asset class and in the, in the in the market, right, in the capital markets. And so, you know, why, for example, own uh, uh, MBS at whatever the prevailing coupon is when you can go buy corporate bonds or high yield debt in the low teens? Absolutely. So that's number one. So there's there's like this relative performance that they're that they're contending with uh, the MBS market's contending with. And then second of all, it's probably the case that we're closer to the peak in rates than we are to the trough. And so there's just embedded duration risk at least perceived, then maybe a couple of years ago, certainly, and as rates start to decline, probably spreads tighten up a little bit because then you're maybe closer to the trough than you are the, the peak. So if we have to put this in context for loan originators and production leaders who uh, each and every day, whether they like it or not, are asked which direction rates are going, yeah. I'm not going to ask you to, to, to shake the crystal ball, but how do you take this expertise that you're talking about, some of the commentary that Doug Duncan brought to the market and tie that back to advice that originators need to communicate to home buyers. In terms of forecasting, I would, I don't. Um, I'll, I'll quote. I think Larry Summers, who's quoted many other people, who've said um, there are two types of uh, two, two types of economists. The first economist is the people who say they don't know, and the second economists are the people who say I know that I don't know. So there's really no point in trying to forecast. Now, in terms of what loan officers should be conveying to their customer is, well, we don't know where rates are going to go. Um, if you're looking to buy this home and you can afford it and you qualify, well, yep. then now's the time to do it. I mean, it's well understood that what, what's the old adage in the industry? You you marry your house, you date your rate. Oh, so, God, it's such a terrible, kind of true. <laughs> well, I mean, they, the, the, the consumer has a basically a free call option forever yeah. to refinance their homes. At worst, they lock in the rate, rates go up great, they're in the money yeah. on that home. At best, they just keep on refinancing out of the out of their home until it, they, then they end up getting effectively a free tax break. I was having a conversation with Rene Rodriguez, who's, who's speaking twice today. He's moderating a conversation with Sean Panossi, and then he's also doing our, our lunch keynote. And Renee is a master at like communicating well. And one of the things, the points he was making is, hey, if you're a loan originator, there's like a couple of things that can play out here. You buy a house today at a rate you're uncomfortable with and rates go up further and you come back to your loan originator, loan originator and say, thank you. You got me yeah, in at seven yeah, and a half and yeah, now we're north of yeah, eight. This yeah. is huge. <laughs> or they go down and you call your originator and say, thank you for the refi and helping me get a lower rate. Yeah, yeah. So like you're, it's a. You're always happy. Yeah, yeah. despite the, the massive uh, payment that you're yeah, going to be responsible exactly. for as home prices and interest rates. I mean, are but if you look out over a 40 year period, rates are kind of back to, they've reverted to mean over a 40 year period. Yeah. So it's just that the, the consumer has been conditioned over the last 10, 15 years on these super old, ultra low rates. 
And we're not going back to that period. All right. So, Adam, at Poly, you are out having conversations, sales conversations with prospective Poly customers and also interacting with existing clients. What are you hearing from your, your clients? What's, like, the message you're hearing right now? It's probably mixed. You know, um, there's a certain cohort of uh, uh, customers um, and partners who have said, hey, you know, we're really committed. We're really focused uh, on our kind of three-year or five-year uh, strategic plan and and you, we want you to be a part of it yep. um, and we want to upgrade technology and drive automation and drive margin um, granularity and efficiency and so forth then there's another cohort of customers that are it's a tough time and so they're talking about you know fewer loan officers or uh, making other cuts yeah. and then looking at really mission critical parts of the business we fortunately operate in a part of the software stack that is mission critical um, and so it's just then about, well, how can we help them get implemented uh, if they have fewer resources available to them? So in your career, you have operated a mortgage lender and now operate a, a technology company. You have to go back and put your, your mortgage lender hat on for a minute. Uh, you talked about how we're probably closer to peak rate than, than trough rate. I happen to be of the belief, and, and I knock on, on wood here, that we're, we're closer to uh, peak pain than yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and there's some, some positivity to come in this market as we look forward. If you're an IMB leader, how would you be preparing your business today for what comes next, whether you believe that's more pain or you believe that's opportunity? From what I've seen in my years of, in this industry, uh, like you said, on both the mortgage banking side and now the software side, and this is, by the way, I think applicable for just generally... The macro picture, usually when everyone's running left, I kind of like going right. Um, I mean, you sold a mortgage bank and used the proceeds to start a software company. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, that's one of the more uh, yeah. unique, if yeah. not contrarian, moves I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I, so I've historically just been contrarian. And yeah. I think, um, you know, in this industry, you've got to make hay while the sun is shining. So when the, when, when the rates are favorable, you, you really need to fortify the balance sheet, retain servicing, et cetera. And when, when, when we're in this type of period where rates are much higher and this is historically tough, yeah. uh, it's a time to look at your people, your process, your technology and, and policies and so forth and build a business for the future. Now, I think we're, if I was to, if I was running a mortgage company today, I would continue to do that. I'd be very cautious. <clears throat> the winter might be quite challenging. Are we talking like Game of Thrones winter or are you literally talking about like December, January, February? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the actual winter of okay, December, okay. January, February. All right, got it. <laughs> um, I, think, I think next year could end up surprising to the upside and yeah. people should probably prepare, prepare for that. And think through more planning. Okay, how do I get through the next three, four, five, six months, whatever, but then how do I help to position myself yeah. 12, 18 months from now? All, right. all, the, all, the, all at the same time. Very, very hard to do. Adam, thank you for joining us in Housing World Annual. Thank you for joining us for this recording. Always enjoy talking to you, and you brought some really unique expertise. So Thanks thank for having you. me. Appreciate it. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Housing News Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thank you to our listeners that take the time to go to Apple Podcasts and provide a review on the show. I want to share some a quick glimpse into what some of our listeners have shared. James D44 let us know that this is a great series of hugely important information for any real estate professional. 
DC girl Kayla shared, this is a great housing podcast that provides a great variety of information and insights on all things housing. 10 out of 10 recommend. This type of feedback is so energizing and drives us forward to continue producing great interviews for you. Please take a minute to go to the Apple podcast app and let us know what you think. Have a great day.